Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High. Who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds. To them who by patience. Yep. Continuing some well-doing seat. No nope. glory and honor. And immorality. Yep. Eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious. And do not obey the yep. truth. But obey unrighteousness. Indignation and wrath. Oh, Great blue yep. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin?
you got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I see it's the truth Suicide to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose All right, all right, all right. Gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. Gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna learn today. Shalom, 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 shalom. Um, the ancient Hebrew pillow greeting. Yahweh Hashem Al Shabbat Shalom. In the Most High in Christ, Most High in the name of Christ. Allah bless you. Um, uh, and Baruch uh, in ancient Hebrew uh, greeting of good morning. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. My name is Rashab. I'm one of the teachers with the ISBHPK. Um, uh, coming to you live from area code 646-668-2568. Again, you can uh, listen to the live stream. I'll be dialing to area code 646-668-2568. Um, or you can check us out on Podcast Addicts. Uh, Google Podcast, uh, iHeart Radio Podcast, or uh, iHeart, uh, not iHeart, the Apple iTunes Radio uh, Podcast under ISBHBK Bible Talk. <coughs> we have school locations in San Antonio, Texas, uh, Houston, Texas, North Virginia, and Rochester, New York. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Uh, as my brother tells uh, uh, like to say, to 12 tribes worldwide, shalom. Um, uh, we live with the ISBHBK. We are Hebrew Israelites uh, who have been uh, teaching <coughs> under the banner of ISBHBK since 2010. But we've been a part of the the, um, the original ISBHBK, the Israelite school. As a matter of fact, it was called the Israeli School of Universal Prophetic Knowledge going all the way back to that opened up in 1969. And then Ariella, um, General Ariella, first came out outside of New York <coughs> uh, to the West Coast in um, September of 1992. We, uh, they first came uh, to, Albuquer- to Albuquerque, um, him, uh, General Aharon, and at the time, also 5,000 color cops, uh, came to Albuquerque in, in September of 1992. Um, uh, before that, Ariella did uh, come outside of New, uh, of New York. Uh, when we went to Los Angeles, and that was, that was 92. It was like 1989, 1990. Um, he he went to uh, California, Los Angeles, um, uh, to 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 uh, get his family out there. And while while he was there, he uh, wound up teaching uh, the brothers Kalakab, um, Zayanawa, and the, and the brother of Asia. Um, who eventually, uh, you know, we, we moved on and, and wanted to open up the, the Shield of Wisdom eventually uh, there in, uh, in, in, in South Central Los Angeles. 
And even the brother um, of Asha wound up opening uh, and developing um, what became the Lamont Park, uh, brothers and sisters, which, which evolved into a true nation. Um, and part of the offshoot of that has been the Believers of the Way. You might, you might see them on YouTube. All of this is little history going all the way back to 1989 um, uh, when, when uh, our first elders, first teachers, uh, first came teaching us under the leadership of Masha Ariyah Yaqob, Rahadi Shia Shan Kazak, um, the, the seven heads of One West 125th Street or the Israeli School of Universal Practical Knowledge, which was later then changed to the Israelite School of Universal Practical Knowledge, and then changed to ICUPK, which became the Israelite Church of Universal Practical Knowledge, which then evolved into the Israeli, uh, the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ uh, under Tazadakia. Uh, yeah, we, we all uh, come from, from, from that banner, um, as well as uh, IUIC um, um, and, and, uh, comes from the umbrella of, of the 12 tribes, uh, which comes from the umbrella of House of David, uh, which comes under the umbrella, from the umbrella of One West 125th Street, as well as, uh, obviously, uh, ISUBK now under General Johanna. Um, comes from, from the, the, the banner of, uh, of, of the umbrella of One West, 125th Street, under the original seven elders, which also comes, uh, and then you also have uh, GMS, with um, uh, 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 General Tahar, uh, coming from that same umbrella, um, started having the same origins, um, as well as GOCC, um, and, and a lot of, you know, being offshoots and, and, and being roots, being branches, come from that root of One West, 125th Street. All right. So, Salam and welcome. Um, and I'm sure everybody has seen, um, uh, you know, some of the, some of the drama that uh, uh, Ye is now facing with uh, coming out and saying that um, he's a black Jew, he's an Israelite, um, as well as also Kyrie Irving, um, and not, uh, claiming he's not anti-Semitic by uh, posting posting a documentary Hebrews to Negroes. Um, that's the latest thing in the news. Uh, it was just, you know, looking at the trends and how, how this is going. Uh, a couple of years back, what, two years back? You know, right before COVID hit, it was uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, in his album, even, you know, uh, expressing that he's the Israelite. Um, and as many, many celebrities, uh, Nick Cannon, uh, even more recently, um, uh, claiming, how can we be anti Semitic when we are the Semites, when we, when we are, the, we are the, the people, and the drama that he went through with that? And then there was uh, Chingy that came out uh, uh, claiming and uh, understanding he's Hebrew Israelite. Um, Horace Grant, I just heard this recently. Horace Grant, the the basketball player, um, is actually been holding posts with the brother Sakari. Uh, I guess they're in Atlanta. I haven't personally seen it myself. Um, as well as even um, uh, one of the twins from Jagged Edge. Uh, if you remember the, the, the R&B group uh, Jagged Edge from the late 90s, early 2000s, well, more like the early 2000s, um, that they also, you know, uh, admitted and, and uh, members of the Hebrew Israelites, as well as the, the members from Boys to Men, um, uh, Wanye, uh, uh, my brain fog is there, but uh, two of the members of Boys to Men, 
are, are definitely Hebrew Israelites. They've been uh, uh, Passovers and has confessed, and admitted they, they are definitely Hebrew Israelites. So it's getting out there, y'all. It's getting out there that, that this great awakening uh, is taking place. Um, uh, the, the revival of uh, the recognition of the nation of Israel, the recognition uh, that, that we are the Hebrew Israelites, that those people of Negroid, Indian, and, so, and, and so-called Hispanic descent, that we truly are descendants of the original 12 lost tribes of the nation of Israel. Um, the evidence is coming out. The, from, in Revelation chapter 12, it says how the earth helped the woman. Um, the earth being like the archaeology um, that, that's been, that's been uh, buried, that's been kept um, in the study of anthropology, uh, the study of, of, of society and civilization. And we're finding out that, no, we, we are, and we match the prophecies given in, in the Old Testament. We match the prophecies of what was going to happen to the Hebrew Israelites, particularly the prophecies given in Leviticus chapter 26 and the prophecies given in Deuteronomy chapter 28. It's, it's pretty undeniable that, <laughs> and factual as well as biblical that we are the actual nation of people we are the, the not not the religion of people, but we're the actual nation of people that Moses led out of Egypt. Um, that we are we are the direct descendants, uh, the ones that were there at the Mount Sinai, that actually heard the voice of God, that actually heard God give Moses the Ten Commandments. We actually heard God's voice um, and the Ten Commandments. That's recorded in Exodus chapter 19 and Exodus chapter 20 that we actually did hear God's voice, that we were that nation that heard the voice of God. Um, and that we're not a religion. Um, it's, it's not like the nation of Islam um, under, under the leadership of Louis Farrakhan. That's a religion. Um, if you ask any Arab um, uh, or uh, those of Arabian descent uh, what their religion is, they say that their religion is Islam, but that the nationality, and, and they'll, they'll, they'll define what the nationality is, whether it's you know, Saudi Arabian, uh, Iraqi, Kuwait, um, uh, Assyrian, or, or what have you, that they will, they will identify their nationality, but they will acknowledge that their religion is Islam. Whereas now we've been taught over here in the Americas uh, the nation of Islam and trying to make a religion a nation, but no, biblically, like you can't trace the uh, the genealogy of Islam back to a specific person, uh, and the genealogy um, uh, or the family tree, or the, the ancestral lines of Islam, but we can definitely trace the ancestral lines and the the um, uh, family tree of the Israelites, right? Particularly when we match it with the prophecies that are given in the Bible about the description of the Israelites, what, what, what the Israelites will look like, uh, what things will, will be going through, uh, will tra- uh, uh, transpire, and things that will happen to us, the rise and fall of many, many kingdoms that the Israelites were, 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 were partakers in. Um, that it's, it's going to be some doubt that we, we, we definitely are the Israelites. Man, we definitely are the Israelites. And as we see this great awakening uh, taking place, we do know and understand from Revelation 12 or 17 that <clears throat> in light of, which is a great thing, we're seeing so many Hebrew Israelites uh, uh, awakening 
to the truth of the nationality. And not just just in, in many Hebrew Israelites, but we look at the, uh, the Yahweh and Yahweh, we look at the, um, uh, the Benamese. Um, that, uh, there's many, 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 many people um, that are uh, being awoken to the nationality. Uh, that we're the Hebrew Israelites. But we still have a lot of divisions. We still have a lot of politics, and we still have a lot of divisions amongst us. Um, and it tells us in the book of Isaiah, chapter 54, I believe it's verse 8, that we're not all going to see eye to eye. That's not to discourage us. But we're not all going to see eye to eye until the Messiah actually comes, um, um, who the world calls Jesus Christ, who um, uh, many in the Hebrew Israelite community refer to as uh, Hamashiach, um, being the, the, the anointed, this is where the word um, uh, Messiah comes from, going back to the Hebrew word, uh, uh, Meshach, means to anoint, until the anointed one, the chosen one, um, who some call uh, uh, Yehoshua um, or Yehoshai, as he actually, actually makes his return and to come and get us that, we're, we're not going to see eye to eye. Um, we know that, that shortly after uh, the, the crucifixion of Christ, and the resurrection of Christ and, and the ascension of Christ, that these are some of the things that, that was, was taking place among the, those first century Christians, those first century Israelites, that were Jews, that were Israelites, um, but believed in Christ, that there was still a lot of division even then uh, amongst the Israelites. It wasn't this one great big united front where the nation of Israel was, was gathered together. And we see what Paul was doing a lot, a lot of teaching uh, and trying to help unite the nation of Israel, as well as Peter and all the rest of the disciples. Um, and then we see where Peter was giving out the commission to go to the, those who grew up knowing they were Israelites uh, and making them aware of the prophecies of who uh, Jesus Christ, the son of, of Joseph and Mary, that he was the Messiah that was spoken of in the scriptures. Um, that he, his commission or his ministry wound up going to, to those Israelites, while, whereas Paul's ministry uh, wound up being to the Israelites that were just not awakening, that were coming out of, of um, uh, their Greek citizenship and only speaking Greek and only knowing Greek customs and at, at one time being ignorant that they were Israelites, being ignorant to the fact that they truly are Israelites as, as their, their actual nationality. And now his ministry was going to them. And we can see where that would be rele- relevant because just like a lot of those Israelites at the time that were calling themselves Greeks um, or grew up as Greeks and then didn't know, and they were, they were aliens to the culture and to the history and to the lifestyle of, of, of being Israelites, that relates to us now in these times that after um, you know, being kicked out of Israel, uh, being kicked out of the homeland, um, being dispersed throughout the four corners of the earth, uh, particularly down into Africa, uh, particularly uh, up into Asia, up into Europe, um, over here in the Americas, that there was a time period that we actually lost track of our identity. And upon the, um, uh, the age of conquest, the conquest of the Americas, um, with a lot of religion, um, a lot of false identity, a lot of false labels, a lot of false doctrines was forced upon us um, that we actually lost sight of, that we're the Israelites. And that coincides with the prophecy given in Hosea chapter 1, verse 10, that in the place where it was said unto them that ye are not the children of Israel, there shall be said, ye are the sons of the living God. That it was in the Americas that we were not given any inclination 
after the age of conquest, after after the um uh, the the Tisidos came um in the in the late fourteen hundreds. Um uh bringing Catholicism, bringing um uh Protestantism, bringing bringing the religion uh over here and indoctrinating us into the lies of religion, uh into a false Christianity. Um as well as politics and and and, and their particular way of doing things, as well as is, is stripping us of our native language, which is Hebrew, and forcing us now to learn Portuguese, uh, Spanish, French, Creole, English, um, even Dutch, and us being stripped of any national identity, uh, being taught that we're black, we're, we're Puerto Ricans, Costa Ricans, uh, Negroes, Latinos, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, uh, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, and many of us are called Mexicans, that and being taught these things, that our identity was stripped, which goes with the policy in Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 37 that says that we that we would come we would become a proverb and a byword among all nations where we were led captive, that we would be known as Negroes, again West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, um, uh, uh, North American Indians, we would become known as Black, um, a Redskin. Uh, um, uh, um, and the different uh, stereotypes, redbacks, uh, border jumpers, um, illegal aliens, um, immigrants. Um, we, we, we get this, the false titles and, and, and names of being Democrats and Republicans, uh, of, of being, um, uh, or sometimes even, even a gang, a crip or a blood, a disciple, a Latin king. Um, but now we, we know about all these different things. Um, a, a cartel, um, um, a thug, a, a pimp, uh, uh, a, a gangster, what have you. There are all these different identities and titles will be given to us to strip us of our name. It also coincides with what was prophesied in Psalms, the 83rd chapter, about how uh, our enemies will conspire so that the name of Israel will be no more in remembrance amongst us, that, the, the, that we will no longer remember that we're the Israelites. And we would call ourselves by all these other false names and false identities that the nation placed upon us. But now we're seeing that we're coming to the time of the, of the prophecy that we're actually is being returned back to us. We are the Israelites. The history, the archaeology cannot be matched with the prophecies found in the Bible for it now to be, be evident that, yes, we, we match and fit these, these, these curses. Uh, which goes with what was also prophesied by Moses some almost 4,000 years ago, that um, yeah, number 4,000 is kind of similar. Uh, oh, but, uh, the brain fog is getting real. Um, it, that we, uh, uh, the world will return to us and give us a chance. And everybody give me one second. I'm going to tell you about the bar co-op. One second, please. One sec. Hello, hello, hello. Shalom, sir. How about showing me on Shabbat Brother Shalom. How about showing me on Shabbat Gittah? Brother Gabbat Kawab. What's good? What's going on, man? Ah, uh, just uh, excited. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, I want to w- wish you a, a 
Tawab uh, Balakwa. And, Balakwa Tawab, uh, Shalom. Uh, and uh, also uh, uh, to to um, call Yashala. Also, um, I'm just ready to 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 get this get this work in this morning. You know? All right, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I, I see you, you actually coming from your phone. You, I know you're having problems with your phone. Have those been resolved? Um. Well, yeah. In in a way, I I did. Uh, I took the the app that uh, was giving me so much problems, um, and it's 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 been it's been working. So, you know, I, I still I still am in need of a of a of another phone, <laughs> another phone. But uh, but um, right now um, it's it's working. It's working. I'll praise it. I'll praise it. Uh, what can right. I all right, cool, cool, cool. I was, I was kind of, kind of just waiting for you to uh, call in, and just giving a, a little brief history of, of Israel, um, and talking briefly on, uh, you know, the Great Awakening that's taking place. As we see, uh, Ye right now going through the onslaught of the attacks by uh, him uh, uh, being accused of anti-Semitism, as well as uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, uh, Losing millions of dollars from from being dropped from 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 Nike, being dropped from Jeremy dropped from his his, uh, his team. I think he played for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, right. uh, until he apologized for just for posting a video called Hebrews and Negroes. For just wow. posting a video, just posting the video. He didn't say he he didn't say that 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 that. Uh, he did not comment on the video at all. He just posted it that he got from Amazon Prime, which happens to be owned by Jeff Bezos, who was a so-called Jewish man himself. Right. But Kyrie, but Kyrie Irving <laughs> just lamb-blasted for just posting it. And but there's, you know, there, there's a great awakening of, of Hebrew Israelites waking back up to our nationality. And you know, just just you know, uh, like two years ago, um, Kendrick Lamar's uh, uh, latest album, he really went into professing him, him being Hebrew Israelite, and that a lot of celebrities um, are, are waking up to the knowledge from from Boyz II Men to uh, Horace Grant to uh, uh, one of the brothers, uh, the twins from 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 Jagged Edge uh, to um, uh, you know, before she passed away, uh, Whitney and Bobby Houston had made the trip to Demona. Um, uh, amongst the Hebrew Israelites, the only Hebrew Israelites, that right. we see a, a great uh, Horace Grant, the, the, the basketball player, um, being with the street, te- street teaching with the, the, the brother Sakari uh, out there in Atlanta. That we're seeing is that a great awakening is taking place, um, which is just matching a lot of the prophecies that it's time for this. It's time um, now for us to be, be returned back to our nationality, return back to our identity, but now we also know as this is taking place, this is a great thing for, for, for us as Hebrew Israelites who've been in the trenches, who've been in this work for, for, for 30, 40, um, 50 years, uh, even, referring back to even our, our elders uh, from One West, that as this great awakening now is taking place, that next in line for the prophecies is also now the great persecution. Um, that this is one of the last steps 
that that for us to start waking up on on, on the wide scale level that we're waking up in as Hebrew Israelites, then now there's got to be now great persecution. There's going to be a, a uh, there's got to be a great uh, uh, slandering, uh, a, a great con, um, evil uh, con, contempts, conspiracies now leveled against us as Hebrew Israelites to try and turn or keep, I should say, keep the minds of the people um, scared and fearful to awaken to their nationality. Um, then now on the national level, we have Kanye, uh, Ye, I should say, I just changed his name, a billionaire. He, at one time, he, he, he was recently worth a, a $11 billion, would it be, a billion dollars. As we know, he was you know, married to um, uh, the, uh, the Kim Kardashian and her family. Um, being um, a member of, of, of Rockefeller, Rock Nation, what have you, um, you know, how, uh, <laughs> joining with. How, I'm sorry. I'm sorry um, how how many zeros was that? Uh, Eleven thousand million? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yes, eleven <laughs> bill would it be? <laughs> wow. You know, um, him, him designing the uh, the Yeezy shoes. Um, wow. Getting into fashion, getting into um, uh, obviously his music and, and now uh, technology, what have you, uh, and confessing that uh, he's a black Jew. Uh, he has a brother Christ uh, running through his, through his, his, his veins. Uh, again, Kyrie Irving uh, uh, acknowledging um, that, that how can he be anti-Semitic when he's uh, Semitic himself? That we see this awakening t- taking place, which again for he, us as Hebrew Israelites. It's kind of a sigh of relief. Like, see, we've been telling others for years. And now we have these celebrities now saying it so that as if that's supposed to, you know, uh, make what we've been saying more concrete or, or, or validated. But if we've been, this teaching has been taking place since 1970, um, since 1969, that we are the Israelites. Um, uh, with, the, with the prophecies, the records, the archaeology, the history, um, the reference books, it, it's all coming out. And now, and now it's getting to the point where, uh, like, like popcorn, is really starting to pop and, 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 and come out. But now in keeping up with the prophecies that there's going to be, have to be a great persecution. Um, when we read Revelation 12 or 17, uh, and brother, if you could read that for me, I appreciate that. Revelation twelve or seventeen. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Revelation chapter twelve, and verse seventeen. Revelation chapter twelve and verse seventeen, and it tells us, and the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of the Most High and have the testimony of, of Yahweh Shai. So it, 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 in one of the prophecies from Revelation, it is that it's known that the dragon was just talking about, um, just, just keep it kind of simple and digestible. The dragon represents the, 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 the world power or the society that is in control of the earth at this present time. Um, being, being, being referred to as a dragon, referring to the lies and, and the doctrines that have been pushed by the society um, to keep the truth hid. Um, the pushing of the different religions, the pushing of different doctrines, 
the pushing of different educations, um, and being being the, um, the the leaders in the deception that they are the Jews, that that the Jews have went home uh, back in 1948, that in keeping these promoting these lies and 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 false prophecies, that now as the truth is coming out, that the dragon is going to be wrought with the woman. The woman in this scripture here is referring to the nation of Israel, referring to the bride uh, that's getting prepared to marry Christ, the great marriage um, uh, feast um, that all creation is waiting on, that now the nation of Israel is finally going to be married to Christ, uh, waiting for, for, for that to take place, um, that the dragon is going to be wrought with the woman and is going to make war with the remnant of her seed that keep the commandments of God. Um, and here, you have to get ready for those who are now starting to keep the commandments of God. That there's already been a, there's been a war against the Israelites since the first conquistadors um, landed on the shores of uh, Hispaniola. Since the, 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 first, the first pilgrims uh, landed in, in Jamestown uh, at, at Plymouth Rock. That there has been a war against the Israelites. We have we all the way back to, to the Roman Empire and the fall of Jerusalem in 70 A.D. There has been a war against the Israelites. There's been a war against uh, us as Jews. That's big evidence um, from the war on, uh, on war on crime, the war on drugs, uh, the war on poverty. That there, there has been a continual war against us um, from from the abortion rate uh, of, um, and the Planned Parenthood, purposely designed by Margaret Sanger to be put in minority uh, communities for us to kill ourselves off. Um, so there's been a war against us, but here we get another piece to the puzzle. It says that, again, now those who keep the commandments of God, then now if we're now coming back to the knowledge that we're the Israelites, and now we're starting to keep the commandments of the Most High, uh, honor the Sabbath, um, stop, stop eating shrimp, crab, pork, and lobster, um, stop being uh, whoremongers, uh, stop being um, uh, whores, um, not to prostitute our, our, our daughters or, or ourselves. Uh, men come back now and... and not shaving their beards, uh, women uh, putting back on dresses. Um, uh, as many Israelites as you now see uh, wearing, wearing the fringes and the border of blue, um, on, on down there every article of clothing that, that that they own. That we see this 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 resurrection, we see this 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 uh, revival taking place down there everywhere you go. Um, and, and Israelites now was actually starting to come back and were keeping the commandments of the Father. You see a lot more Israelites now honoring um, not just the Sabbath, but you see a lot more Israelites honoring the high, high holidays that we read about in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, from the uh, Feast of Love and Bread, um, the Passover, uh, the Feast of First Fruits, Pentecost, um, uh, the Memorial of Blowing the Trumpet, the uh, Day of Atonement, uh, the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, Hanukkah, Purim. Uh, the day of Nicanor, some Israelites even observed, um, the new moon, that we're, we're seeing that this, this revival really starting to take place um, so that the war now is going to be waged against, which has already been here, but now elevated to those who keep the commandments of God. So it's a great thing in seeing and acknowledging uh, by celebrities, if you will, that we are the Israelites. But we, we know now for us for the prophecies, this is where we're getting to the point where it says those that are due to the end. That um give me real quick uh what's that? Acts fourteen twenty two, I think it is. 
Acts 14 and 22? Yes, sir. Con. Acts 14 and 22 shows us confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of the Most High. That we know as, as, as God's kingdom is about to be here, the, the prayer that, that, that is prayed at every football game, uh, damn it, every practice, um, every basketball game, um, any, any damn it, any sporting event, uh, as well as in churches across the, around the world, um, the Lord's Prayer, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As we see this trans, trans, transition about to take place, as that day is getting closer and closer and closer, that the disciples of Christ, that there's going to be a great, uh, that we must enter to the kingdom of heaven through great tribulation. That, it, that we're going to be, there's going to be a test. Not just a physical warfare test, but a mental test. Um, can we stand the rain? <laughs> As I think about boys and men. Uh, are we going to be able to, to endure the, the, the mental temptation? From the pornography, from the um, uh, from from the the want to escape or deal with the stresses that this life um, oppresses us with, um, are we going to give in to those temptations to to deal with the pressure that we're we're definitely coming into to deal with the 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 the, the, the Mental and spiritual conflicts that we're that that we're confronted with, um, that all this is being done on purpose. Um, all this is being 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 set up on purpose. Uh, that as a disciple of Christ, we got to hold on to the teachings of Christ, especially as 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 we're facing um, these days that we're, that we're in and uh, and going to escalate. I don't want to be the one to say that things are going to get better. No, it's, it's going to get worse. And this is where the application of Zephaniah chapter 2, verses 1, 2, and 3, is really going to become evident. It's really going to become really necessary. Let me give you that real quick. Uh, Zephaniah chapter 2, verses 1, 2, and 3. Time. <clears throat> Zephaniah chapter 2, starting at verse 1, shows us. Gather yourselves together. Yeah, gather together, O nation, not desired. Before the decree bring forth, before the day pass as the chafe, before the fierce anger of the Lord come upon you, before the day of the Lord's anger come upon you. Seek ye the Lord, all ye meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. Seek righteousness, seek meekness, it may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. That we know the day of the Lord is coming. Um, and the, 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 the battle of Armageddon that, that is referencing in Revelations that everybody is, 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 is uh, anxiously awaiting, that it, 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 it's getting closer and closer. It's getting closer and closer. So, so the war that's going to be waged, the, the, the mental war that's being waged, the um, psychological war, that's being waged against the Israelites, and that now it's going to be coming. Now they're going to have to vilify us as Hebrew Israelites, um, as we're seeing more and more celebrities now awaken 
to the knowledge, to the truth, uh, to the prophecies, that now there's going to be a, a movement of vilifying the Israelites as uh, black extremists, as terrorists, as um, a, a hate group, um, as, as like the, the, the black equivalent of the Ku Klux Klan, that I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they have, uh, if this society, some of the American society, actually has some terrorist um, um, uh, actions uh, lined up that they're going to blame on Hebrew Israelites. Um, that they're going to try and, 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 and unify America uh, against the common enemy, against the common threat, that they're going to be some, um, some agents, FBI agents, CIA agents, or, or, or what have you, that are probably going to do some type of, of um, horrific terrorist onslaught uh, um, or, right. Uh, yeah, to, uh, and then uh, put the blame towards the Hebrew Israelites. Uh, we see that, we go back and trace in history, that Nero and, and, and seeing that Rome was falling, um, the Roman Empire was, was on its way out. Uh, to help uh, unify and bring Rome back together that was facing um, great economic uh, sorrows and troubles and problems. A lot of, a lot of political division uh, was in the Roman Empire during the time of Nero that he burnt, he, he burnt Rome. And upon burning Rome, he blamed it on the Jews. And that wound up unifying the Romans against the common enemy. Instead of, you know, like Christ, like Christ told us, uh, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So to help unite Rome during the, during that time, he burnt the national um, uh, a, a national icon uh, in Rome, blamed on the Jews, and that unified the Romans at that time. We see where uh, Adolf Hitler, um, upon his rising, that you had a lot of political dissension uh, amongst the Germans at the time, and he had the Reichstag, which would be the equivalent of the World Trade Center. For Germany during that time, he had it destroyed and bombed, and blamed it on Jewish people, and that wound up unifying uh, Germany um, with the Nazi Party, and now the the persecution of Jewish people at that particular time. That you had to have a common enemy to unify um, the people, and then we see here in America that right before the World Trade. Um, uh, were attacked and bombed by George Bush, that there was a lot of, 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 of division in the American ranks. Um, there, 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 it, was, it was some race riots uh, by the club boss in Philadelphia, um, uh, along the East Coast. Um, the political divisions was, you know, how he, he, he robbed the, uh, the, the presidency from Al Gore. Um, there was a lot of dissension in America. But now with the bombing of the World Trade Center and the, the false uh, bombing of, of, the, uh, of the Pentagon, that now we see where that unified Americans now against the threat of Osama bin Laden. And, and now that unified Americans. Now it was, I'm proud to be an American, uh, where at least I know I'm free. I'll, I'll probably stand up to, uh, to fight uh, for, for God and for country. And that for a lot, a lot of divisions that was taking place in America at the time were forgotten about 
so that we can all unif- so that America can unify against a common enemy, being um, uh, uh, Osama bin Laden. Um, that this is this is a political move that's used has been used um, a, a time tested uh, a method that's been used to help unify people uh, against a common enemy. Uh, against uh, well, we're not each other's enemy. Now we have a common enemy that is, is trying to come against our culture. They're trying to come against our um, our rights and our our uh, our citizenship, uh, either as Romans back in the day, as Germans back in the day, or now even as Americans. That similar tactics are going to have to be used. That master prophecies that we just read about in Revelation 12 and 17. Um, that they've got to now do step it up to quote to try and silence this movement um, for us not to unify, for us not to come together uh, to try and extend uh, their rulership, to try and extend their kingdom to to the last verbal second, to the last verbal moment, because it's known that once the Messiah comes, um, Jesus Christ or, or who the world calls you, how I get here. That again, from the prophecies, that that uh, his kingdom is going to be an everlasting kingdom that's going to last forever and ever. That there will be be no other um, uh, government um, uh, entity, be it communist or, or or democratic, that no, the laws of God are going to become the law of the world, um, and that every nation is going to bow down and will be keeping the laws of God. And, and we're doing it the way God wants things done. That God's will will be done on earth like it is in heaven. That, that that's going to be evident. So this this war it's it's, it's going to get intense. It's going to get even more intense, brothers and sisters. This is why we it, 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 we beseech, implore, not only yourselves but even ourselves. You got to keep studying. We have to keep studying. We have to keep studying. We have to keep applying, uh, studying and applying what we're learning. You know, one thing our elder Ariella used to always teach us was you got to learn it, live it, and apply it. That we have to learn this Bible, live this Bible, and then learn how to apply um, uh, these instructions, these precepts, these commands uh, that the Bible leaves with us. That that it, it, it gets beyond just, okay, I know where the Scripture's at. Um, I, I, I know what the Scripture says. It's got to get to the point where we're actually living and doing what these scriptures says, well, well, what these precepts and what these instructions give us. All right. Um, goodbye. You got anything to, to – I, I do got a class one going to, but if you got anything, bro, let's, let's hear it. No, I'm, 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 you, you are, uh, you know, right on, right on point. I mean, um, I, I, I don't have any – any disagreements uh, what you're what you're speaking is um straight out of the scripture so you know it's it's truth it's truth and um and and now even more um you know like you like um zephaniah two and one two three says um it it, it really is the time and you know we get in the frame of mind of a sense of urgency um to gather to gather each other, to gather uh, Israel together. Time. Cool. Well, I don't know if you get a chance to see the the the, the title of the class. 
uh, but but it says uh, I title it decent and in order versus author of confusion. And bro, you you go you you gonna need uh, you gonna need your phone. And I know you, you're speaking on it right now, uh, mm-hmm. but we're gonna be we're gonna be doing doing we're gonna be doing some 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 uh, some diving in, <laughs> taking it deep. <laughs> Uh, uh, bringing it out, uh, drawing it out, not bringing it, drawing it out. We're, we're <laughs> going to go into the, this, this, this decent in order. Um, and we're going to we're, we're going to base the class on that. We really are going to going to dive into this. Um, and my vision really truly is not getting any better yet. Um, I do have a, a dark deployment tomorrow. Um. Uh, that's gonna be some more blood work, and then I've, uh, all the rest of this week I've got uh, uh, appointments. Now, all the rest of this week, and still waiting to get to get to the eye doctor. So, uh, I do thank you, brother, for, for for calling in and 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 texting me this morning, <laughs> uh, asking me, "Hey, is it Brock talk this morning? Hey, hey, you know, hey, wake up, hey, <laughs> we got work to do." <laughs> Yeah, I don't, you know, I didn't want, you know, we had, we had a, you know, a couple of, uh, where there was a, a lack of communication, a lack of uh, sacrifice on my behalf, on my behalf. And, uh, you know. No, I'm because I didn't know to send it to the other phone that that I was speaking to you on or this phone, if it was going to come through or not, I I, I didn't know. So to hear from you, that, 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 that was, that was a blessing. That, that was refreshing. Con, con. The So, getting into this class today. And I yonder about, and I always, you know, tell you this: Romans twelve and one, bro. Con, con, con. No doubt, no doubt. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Right. Oh, no, no. Um, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I can say it's the reasonable service. The focus. Reasonable service. Right. No doubt. Con. Okay. All right, everybody. Um, decent and in order versus author's confusion. Um, this class has, has been in the making. Um, it's still kind of touching on the, the, the series that, that we're doing, um, have been doing, about doing things right in the eyes of, of God. Um, uh which I, I do want to get back to. I definitely want to get back to. Um, this this class today, though, is, is is going to take this a slight detour. In that, we have to kind of realize, and I'm hoping that when we finish with by the time we finish today's class, that we realize that God really does have a way of doing things that God really does have an order to everything. And that is particularly now in these last days, um, as, you know, we were just talking about, um, you know, as we see so many Israelites uh, awakening, um, what we have to be careful of and, and understand that there's going to be, there's a war that's about to be away, away. There's a, a, a PR war, a, a public image 
campaign to slander the Hebrew Israelites, to, re- to really uh, um, put a fear and a terror and a horror into common people waking up and finding out that we are the Israelites, uh, acknowledging that we're the Israelites, among Israelites ourselves, among our own people, um, of, of, of really wanting to continue to trust in uh, this American society. I really want to put trust and safety in that um, with these black military terrorists, with these Hispanic uh, military terrorists, with these Native American military terrorists, that uh, we need to be safe, that, that, that we, we, we have to survive and we have to be safe. And to join such radical groups, um, as, as what the picture is going to be painted, to join such radical groups, to join such, to be a part of such uh, extreme movements, that that's not what Satan's going to be at. So there's going to be a, a seduction, a seducing of our people to try to influence us and keep us away from the way God does things. To try and uh, 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 get us uh, caught up in so much fear, uh, get, get, try and get us caught up in so much paranoia that to do, to do things to do things the way God wants things done is going to seem for many people impossible. It's going to seem absolutely ridiculous. It's going to seem absolutely um, uh, idiotic to do things the way God actually wants things done in light of, again, the persecution and in light of the tribulation and in light of the, the, the psychological and physical warfare that's going to be elevated, that's going to be stepped up towards us um, in, in these times that we want to really get rooted. We really want to be, be, be established. We want to make sure that our foundation, our security, is on something that's really, truly solid, being the prophecies of the Most High, being the prophecies of this Bible, and not just letting my security or my sense of, of safety be based on a bank account, be based on my credit score, be based on what kind of material um, uh, um, gains uh, and material things uh, a person acquires, that now that's going to be my safety. That now, and, and you know, even in light of, of you know, talking about Ye and uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, with Ye being a billionaire, we're seeing that even his money is not preventing the attacks that he's going through. That with the wealth he has accumulated, that that is not presenting the psychological, the financial drama, worlds of tribulation that he's going through, that he's being faced with. We're seeing the same thing with, with Kyrie Irving. That Kyrie Irving's on, on the verge of, of losing um, from, in, through endorsements and, and, and everything else, I mean, literally millions of dollars. That to be suspended from the NBA for five games. I haven't done the math. I'm sure somebody has. Of, of how much money he's losing just from from the NBA, his salary with the, with, uh, with the Brooklyn Nets, let alone the endorsement uh, deals that he had with, with Nike and whoever else that has now dropped him um, 
from being a representative that even with the wealth he's acquired, it's not on a, a Kanye West uh, uh, level, but for the wealth he's acquired, that hasn't stopped him. His, his celebrity, um, the, 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 the houses he might own, the cars he might have acquired, the, um, uh, the credit score that he obviously uh, must, must have access to is not preventing him going through the, the, the trials and tribulations that he's being faced with. Just for, for, for that example, that we want to make sure that our foundation of what we're standing on is solid, is secure, is true. And that, that is not, um, it's not on the sand. That is not on something that, that's shifting. It's not on something that, that, that is, is, is liable to, to change or shake apart. So with that, I'm going to ask the brother, if he could please go to uh, Proverbs 21 and verse 26. Yes, sir. Proverbs Chapter 21, <clears throat> starting at verse 26. Okay. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 26 tells us, He covets, he coveteth greedily all the day probably, long. I'm sorry, Proverbs 12. Okay. I said 21, I meant 12. I'm sorry. Time. Proverbs. <laughs> okay. Proverbs. Uh, chapter 12 and uh, verse 26. Mm-hmm. Proverbs uh, 12 and 26 tells us the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduces them. So I, I actually started teaching the classroom with my kids, or two of my children, uh, uh, last night. And that's why I've got the energy and, 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 and uh, the, the zeal to really want to go into this now. It, it tells us, that we're, and we're going to break this down. We're, we're going to kind of go into this a little bit. It says, the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. So if we consider what it means to be righteous, for those that are following what the Most High wants, we're actually following his direction. We're actually do, doing things right in the eyes of God. It says, the righteous is more excellent. I'm asking Brother uh, Gabar. I, I don't know if, how, if you can do this, if, if, not, if it's not asking too much. Can you look up the word excellent? Yes, sir. So if we understand, the Brother is looking, looking the word up, if we understand what it means to be righteous, to be righteous means you're doing things the right way. And again, the right way being the way God wants things done. We're following God's commandments. We're following God's way. We're following God's um, uh, instructions. We're following God's order. That to do that, that makes so the, the righteous is more excellent. This is what we've got. This is one of the the, the, the things that that this is some of the wisdom that a person needs to hold on to 
to under, to make sure that they're being stable. You know, Isaiah chapter 33, verse 6 tells us that wisdom and knowledge should be the stability of times and strength of salvation. That these are one of the scriptures that you want, that brothers and sisters, we need to hold on to to keep us stable in the midst of a lot of the drama, a lot of things that's going to be happening. So, brother, what do you, you got for excellence? Um, I have uh, the definition for excellent, extremely good and outstanding. I like that. So if I'm going to insert that into the scripture, it says, uh, Proverbs 7, 21, verse 20, 12, verse 26. I'm sorry, Proverbs 7, 12, verse 26. The righteous is more excellent, or what was the first definition? Um, extremely good. So the righteous, to do things the way God wants things done, is extremely good. That is, you're doing something not only good, you're doing something extremely good. Matter of fact, if we're going to look at the wording of the scripture, it says the righteous is more excellent or more extremely good. To do things the way God wants things done, that God has an order, God has a path, God has a way that he wants things done. And to do it the way he wants things done, it makes a person more extremely good. I do want to drive this point home. I want to make sure that, that, that this kind of sinks in. So I'm, I'm going to draw it out a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. I really want this to sink in so that uh, as we're going through these trials tribulations that, 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 we're going, that we're confronted with, as we're going through, through the challenges and the tests um, uh, that, that we must go through um, that, and that we do go through, to hold on that if I'm doing things right, in the eyes of the Father, that makes me more excellent. That makes me more extremely good. The reference uh, uh, I had to use last night with my children, as as, as Halloween just passed, the uh, the school the, the the school district had sent out uh, a newsletter, actually a video that. It's a shame that, that these are the times we're living in, but these are the times we're living in. That to beware of the candy that kids might have been collecting uh, during trick-or-treat for Halloween because they were finding that people were lacing Halloween candy with the drug fentanyl. The thought of that makes, makes me sick. But how much more exciting is it, especially for children, to get free candy? The, the, that candy is just being given out. And now for my children, who obviously do not celebrate or observe Halloween, to be now at school and the classmates are coming to, 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 to the school lunch, coming to lunch with a lot of the Halloween candy. And in, 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 in a uh, in an environment where they're just sharing, in an environment where they're just that their their schoolmates are just trying to be friendly, and out wanting to share their candy with my children. That now understanding that for children it might be this thing of 
Well, I don't see what's wrong with Halloween now. The candy is good. They got all types of chocolates. They got all types of suckers. They got all types of, of treats. And they came and said, and we were happy, and we were all having a good time uh, eating this candy. What, what's wrong with Halloween? And then they was able to, people were able to dress up as their favorite characters, uh, whether it be from anime, whether it be from, from, from uh, cartoons, whether it be from, from uh, movies or, or what have you, that what's wrong with it? Everybody in the lunchroom was laughing, having a good time, and um, they were sharing their candy with us, and it was, it was cool. It was fun. It was, it was uh, I don't see what's wrong with it. And I, I, I'm coming at this, so again, I'm sorry, but no, I was saying I was agreeing with you, right? Like disguising it as um, this is in the spirit of of giving, of, of of sharing. So what what is what's wrong with sharing and and giving? Right, you know. That, so that, it, that, it, it can win a person that by by not observing something like Halloween. I must be doing something wrong. It's coming from a kid's point of view. That by me not observing Halloween, look at all the good and the 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 the, the treats and the happiness that I missed out on. And now, in order to partake in these things, I got to kind of sneak it around my parents. I got. I got a. Uh, uh, I can't let my parents know that this is what I'm doing at school because everybody's doing it, and I don't think that I don't see how doing things God's way, I'm going without by not observing something like Halloween. I'm missing out. I didn't get to play dress up. I, I, we couldn't go act like. Uh, the anime characters. We couldn't go act like the, the 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 cartoon characters, the superheroes, whatever. We couldn't go play because I don't have a costume. We couldn't talk about um, it was dressing up like our favorite music group. Uh, that we can't do that. And I'm playing the this singer or this. Uh, I'm playing this instrument uh, of the people that we see in the band. I, I can't do those things, but everybody else was doing it, and they was having such a good time having so much fun that to to be a Hebrew Israelite it must be wrong. To to to, to do this and even even though for, 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 for children uh to have Hebrew Israelite names that are not common names in society at all. Uh, a a Shaniqua is more more common than a Rakamaya. Uh uh an Alize is more common than a uh, Sharia. Uh, uh, Uniqua is more common and accepted than a uh, uh, Shabashana. Actually having Hebrew names. Uh, then, you know, uh, a uh, uh, just it, we're already ostracized or, or, or separated in, in acknowledging our culture that now for being around others, it would seem like maybe we're doing the wrong thing. 
Look at what I'm missing out on. Look at what I'm not able to partake in. Look at what how other people are having such a good time and a great time and having fun, and they get to talk to one another about the good times they had, about the party they went to, about the 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 uh, the, the costumes they put together, um, uh, the, the 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 haunted house they all got scared in, and running from this this this, this fake spider, this monster, and this 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 this, this Frankenstein. That they all get a chance to partake in that, but I can't participate in those conversations because I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Because Hebrew Israelites don't do that. So they can put this this thing on, on the mind like maybe this ain't the right thing. Maybe I'm not really in the truth. Maybe this ain't really special. And again, I'm coming from a kid's point of view because each of us can relate to, to, to the same a similar situation. With our, our own adult lives, our own adult um, um, uh, environments that that we're living in, that to be so non-participant, if you will, to be so uh, Bible-based, it's easy for the feelings the feelings to creep in. I don't have a life. We'll never do anything. Um, what's this all for? Why am I doing this type of sacrifice? And why am I withholding myself from this and that, whatever? And we're still here. We're still struggling. We're still... Uh, On the bottom. Why? This scripture here again is telling us that the way that the righteous is more excellent. As we look at this definition of excellent, it said more good. What else is there as far as the definition for excellent? Brother Gabar? Brother Gabar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, the, the actual definition is extremely good or outstanding. It's extremely good or outstanding to actually do things the way the Father wants things done. That, yes, God has a way, a plan, a path, a method that he has tried and proved that makes a person outstanding. That makes a person more good, extremely good. It makes a person more excellent than his neighbor who's not following the ways of God, who's not keeping the commandments of God, who's not doing things the way God wants things done, which means that according to the world, there's a lot of things that we don't participate in. There's a lot of things that we don't do because we're keeping and following the commandments of the Father. As we're getting ready to come to the, to the, to the holidays, now with um, uh, uh, Thanksgiving uh, right around the corner, uh, which also means Black Friday is right around the corner, which means um, uh, 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 Christmas is right around the corner, as well as also New Year's. Yeah, and, then, and then the, uh, I forgot, you know, even, even right now the, uh, the, the World Series, 
I've been since long as I've kept up with shit like this, but the World Series now is taking place. I don't even know it's in the damn thing. Um, which leads to um, it, it's going to be the the uh, uh, not the NBA playoffs, but it's about to lead to the the bowls, the Rose Bowl, the Cotton Bowls, the uh, the um, uh, the, the Fiesta Bowls, and then eventually the Super Bowl uh, uh, with football. Uh, you may come into March Madness uh, uh, with the basketball season and stuff like this. That and all these celebrations and all these things um, are, are coming coming up. That to do things the way the Father wants things done, and to follow His way of doing things in the midst of this wicked world, in the midst of this world where anything goes, that it would be easy for a person to not feel or, or, or appreciate that I'm being shown and given how to please God, how to get God on my side, and that that makes me more excellent than my neighbor who is not even thinking about the Father, who is not even thinking about God, but is only thinking about themselves and their pleasure and how they feel. So, again, for Proverbs, uh, was there any more definitions? Huh? Any more of the definitions? Um. Yes. Uh, let me see here. Definition number two. Uh, let's see. Emin- eminently good. Uh, first class. Oh. Um. Right. Con- <laughs> uh, archaically uh, superior. Archaic or the righteous is more first class than his neighbor. Whereas we might be looked upon as the scum of the earth, like like Paul said. As we might be looked upon as we got nothing. We're bums. Even Paul said, even now at this present hour, um, uh, we hunger and thirst and have no certain dwelling place. So the great apostle Paul didn't have no mansion. The Daniel, the, the 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 writer of Daniel, the whole New Testament, said he hungered and thirsted that that he only had the necessities of life. He wasn't living in, in, in extravagance in any sense of, of 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 any 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 by any means. Was that how he was living? So Yahweh Shai, Christ himself, even to tell us that uh, foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nobody to lay his head. That's just completely opposite of how the world portrays if God's on your side, if God is with you, that you should be prospering, and you should have this and you should have that, and, and that these are the signs that should let it be known that God is with you. No, 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 uh-uh. That is not scripture correct. That is not scripture correct. That would mean then God wasn't with Christ. That would mean then God wasn't with Paul. That would mean that Paul wasn't with Peter when Peter said, we have forsaken all and follow thee. Then 
God wasn't with them. And then also, in, in the being locked up and thrown in jail and, 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 and put to death. Then each of the apostles was locked up and thrown in jail. And each of the apostles was martyred for, for the truth, for following Christ. Are we not going to say God wasn't with them? Or is it that we need to come back and examine what does it mean to have God with you? If I'm using the measure of I don't go to jail, if I'm using the measure of I'm never threatened, if I'm using the measure of I've got every material want covered, brothers and sisters, then your foundation, your security, yeah, it's, it's not really that's that's not solid. That 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 that, that that's going to be blown out the water. That is going to be blown out the water. But to know that I'm doing things right in the eyes of God, that that makes me more excellent. It makes me first class in the eyes of God. It makes me archaically superior in the eyes of God, as opposed to my neighbor, whose focus is not doing things right in the eyes of God, it's doing things right for his credit score. All his energy is about his credit. All his energy is about the the material things he might have. All his energy is is to live a a peaceful life and not have any drama, and not have any any type of, 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 uh, of issues or tribulation going on. Listen, that, that, as long as we're in America and Yahweh Shai Christ, the Messiah, hasn't came back yet? Come on, he already told us in Micah 2 and 10, arise and depart, this is not your rest. It is polluted. It will destroy you. He already told us these things. Revelation chapter 18 verse 4, come out of my people, that, that we be not partakers of our sins and that we receive not of our plagues. Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 2, depart you from Babylon. Get out. Genesis 49 and 2, get yourselves together, um, you sons of Jacob, that I may tell you that which should befall you in the last day. Psalm 50 and 5, um, gather my sins together unto me, those who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. We already read Zephaniah 2 and 1. We already know Matthew 24 and 12, the love of men is going to last cold, but he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. We know, uh, and we might get to it today, Matthew 24 and 37, not 37, uh, I believe it's 27. It tells us that um, there's going to rise many false Christs and many false prophets that are going to show great signs and wonders that if it's possible, they're going to deceive the very elect. So are we really grounded in that and understanding, and do we really appreciate that what we're being shown in this Bible as Hebrew Israelites, that we do have the words of God, and that by doing the scriptures, we're going to be ostracized. We're going to be villainized. We're going, we're, going, we're going to be attacked. But these are all the signs to let us know we're doing the right thing. 
that we actually are doing the right thing. That, that as, as, as Christ told us that, that in following him, we're going to be kicked out of, out of synagogues. That people going to, they're going to separate from us. Blessed are ye when men shall separate, uh, separate themselves from you for Christ's sake, for righteousness' sake. Yeah, these are things, some of the things that we got to hold on to as we go into these, again, these trials, tribulations, and, and, and the, the, the unveiling and revealing of these prophecies as we're living them and taking place, that we got to be able to hold on to these things and see that as we're going through these things, these, this makes us more excellent. This is making us worthy. These things that we're enduring and that we're going through. And not get us to the point where we stop doing what's right. And now we start following our neighbors. We start second guessing ourselves. And be like, well, shit. Maybe maybe they had it right. Because it seems like they got everything good. They got all they could ever want. They got more than enough. So maybe me holding on to the the right way of doing things, maybe I, I'm not really seeing it. Maybe it's not the, maybe I'm, I'm not somebody is right there. Brothers and sisters, I mean, this, why is the story of Job in the Bible? Did Job lose everything because he was wicked? Did Job lose everything because he 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 he, he, he had uh, ill thoughts and and, Ill, uh, and was being deceptive, a, a liar, a thief, a robber, um, um, uh, a, a murderer, a slanderer. He was being unjust. No. Joe went through what he was going through because he was doing the right thing. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that loses everything is because they're doing something right. But I'm saying that what I'm trying for us to get at is for doing the right things, it's going to seem like you're doing wrong. Especially if we try to measure ourselves against other people who ain't about the truth, who ain't about this understanding in these scriptures. Any other definitions like that we can use? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh uh, superb. Um, the righteous is more excellent, or the righteous is more superb than his neighbor. Eminently, eminently good. That, that, that goes that, that very good. Eminently good, very good. No, uh, that's all. That's all together. Right. So right. the righteous. Is more excellent, superior, superb, first class. Uh, was it extremely good? Um, uh, what was the last thing you said? Imminently. Imminently. Oh. Uh, worthy. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, and 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 actually, um, now we're we're getting into synonyms, words that are synonymous with it. So. Um, that that extraordinary. There, there's another one. Extraordinary, extraordinary. Yes. 
Right. Than his neighbor. Come back now to the scripture. Let's read now the second part of the scripture. That the way the father feels about those doing things right by him, doing things the right way, that they are first class, superior, superb, above, extraordinary, uh, extremely good, eminently good, above their neighbors. Reading on with the scripture. Con. Uh, Proverbs uh, chapter 12 and verse 26, the, 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 the last part of it. But the way of the wicked seduces them. Now, it says the righteous is already above, superior, superb, extremely good, uh, eminently good, first class, uh, extraordinary, above his neighbor. But what happens to the righteous? The way of the wicked seduces them. What do you have for the definition for seduce, bro? Come on, let me get that. I think uh, what I need to do is I, um, it's seduce. Um, yeah, it is seduce. Right, true. Yeah, right. Okay. Let me get that. Or seductive. Seduce. To entice, attract to a belief or into uh, into a course of action that is inadvisable or foolhardy. <laughs> I like that. To attract. It says to attract what? What was it? To entice or attract someone to a belief or into a course of action that is inadvisable or foolhardy. So I, I, I like that. I'm in, in trying to use words that are easy to be understood. To attract, to do something unadvisable. So a person can be doing right by God already. And God's opinion is from doing things right in the eyes of God, you're already superior. You're already above. You're already um, uh, extremely good. You're already worthy. You're already extraordinary than your neighbor. But it says, but the way the wicked will seduce or attract somebody, it becomes attractive. There's now a pull on a person now to do something unadvisedly, now to do something that's foolheartedly, that now you're to foolheartedly, that's two words, fool and heart. They just, it's a compound word. They just put the two, two words together, fool and heart, a foolish mind. That now, the way of the wicked is going to get a person to follow, uh, to be, uh, to do something foolish is going to seem attractive. 
Well, I don't, it'll be like, well, I don't really don't see what's really wrong with doing it this way. Because by doing it my way, look at what I'm going through. Look at what I'm suffering. Look at how, how, how bad things are. Look at how much, how much, how much uh, hate I'm getting. But now this other side, by, I'm sticking to the scripture and doing what the scripture says, but now look at how this other, other people, they're not so into the Bible. They're not so in the studying. They're not so what, what have you. And look at how everything seems to just always keep looking out for them. Maybe their way of doing things and looking at things, that becomes more attractive. That becomes more enticing. That becomes more alluring. If I go back to the example with, with like kids in Halloween, how much more attractive can you make it look than to play dress up, have fun, play and pretend? What kids don't like to, to play pretend? What kids don't have an imagination and, and, and be creative? And now to have the reward of some type of candy? How much more attractive can that type of stuff look for a child? That if I do it God's way, I don't get a tree. Something I can physically hold. Something I can put in my mouth and it tastes good. By doing it God's way. But if I if I go ahead and just do this over here, look at how much more attractive things look. Look how much more 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 of a pull. This this way of doing things and the reward that I get, look how much more attractive this looks to go by my feelings, to go by a, a foolish mind. Look how much more enticing this this is. And again, how attractive it's pulling me in. It's attractive. It looks good. It says that the way of the wicked will seduce the person that's already been doing right in the eyes of God, that's already superior, superb, above, extremely good, eminently good, first class in the eyes of God. But now this, this, the way of the wicked will seduce a person. Now, this is what I want to let's let's define let's let's biblically define wickedness from the Bible. How does God identify wickedness? Let's go to Psalms chapter ten and verse four. Let's go to the book of Psalms chapter ten and verse four. Con. Psalms chapter 10 and verse 4 shows us the wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. 
God is not in all his thoughts. We're going to break this down. We're going, we're, going, we're going to dive into this a little bit. Again, from the top, uh, it says what? From the top, Proverbs 10 and verse, uh, not Proverbs, Psalms 10 and verse 4 shows us the wicked through the pride of his countenance will so not now, seek out. We, we, we have to look up now. Like I said, I'm going to break this down. We're going to go through this. We're going to walk through this a little bit. Yes, sir. The wicked through the pride of his countenance. The wicked, who, who, who through the, the pride, or if, if we look at the definition for pride, it says, um, have a, an overly high opinion of oneself. Um, another definition that, that, that my children read last night says, one who derives pleasure from their own decision. That person gets pride, and I ask pride because they get pleasure from their own decision. That because I'm doing it my way, because I'm doing it this way, I get pleasure from it. From me doing it the way I want to do it, that gives me pleasure. And that's what also gives a person pride. I discovered this on my own. The way I came up with it, the way I solved it, the way I'm doing things, that gives me pride. So I'm not going to stop. And because, and because it gives me pleasure, why would I stop doing something that gives me pleasure? Con, can I, can I uh, put the definition I, I, I uh, came across? Sure. It's in the Oxford uh, 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 Language Dictionary. Um, it says, a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievement, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Okay, that's a long definition. I'm going to let you break it down. (laughs) Oh, bro, okay. So a feeling of – to to be basic about it, it's, it's the pleasure of 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 or satisfaction of from what you gave as a uh, i mean what your definition that you read it it's it's basically the, the same it's having pleasure or a high opinion of their uh their their decisions their achievements their own uh possession um uh receiving uh at admiration for what they have. Look at at what my decision-making, look at what my wisdom, look at what my choices, look at at what level it's got me on. So now how are you going to tell me that to not come and do it God's way, that's going to give me more happiness? How, How are you telling me now that me doing things according to how I feel and what I feel has been survival mode and what I feel has been what has worked for me. How are you not going to come tell me that that, when it comes to how God does things, how are you going to tell me that that's wrong? 
there's no way I'm achieving the success and the prosperity that I have, and you're going to tell me that God is not with me? You're out your mind. Matter of fact, forget that then. That I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. I believe in hard work. I believe in money. I believe in, in willpower. That I'm the one who got myself to this level. It was my hard work. It was my dedication. It was my will that got me to the level I'm at. God had nothing to do with it. If you're going to tell me that God, like Christ told the young rich man, if you're going to be perfect, go and sell all that you have and come and follow me. And a young rich man walked away sad because he had, he had a lot of riches. And that's when Christ said, how hard is it for those that are rich to enter into the kingdom of, of God? The hell you mean give up everything? I've worked hard to achieve and get what I've gotten. And I, I got to give it up to be perfect? I, I was coming here to let, for you to acknowledge my achievement. I was coming here to, let you, to hear you say, man, there's nothing else you can do, man. You've made it. And, and live life to the fullest. Right. So it says, now the wicked, through the pride, because of his achievements from his own decision-making, his own power, his own will. The wicked through the pride of his continents will not seek after God. That God does have a path. God does have a way. The Most High does have an order to everything. But the wicked, I'm not trying to follow that order because now I can't get the sense of achievement. I can't get my self-esteem up that it's me, that I am somebody, that I'm a boss, that I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm somebody to be recognized. I am somebody. The wicked through the pride of his continents will not seek after God. What is God's path and way of doing things? The wicked ain't looking for that. The wicked is looking for somebody to, to, to blow more smoke up his ass that his decision-making, he's the greatest, he's the smartest, he's the best, he believes he can fly. He's R. Kelly. <laughs> he can do it. He can do it all. Reading on from, uh, in, in the verse. Uh, we are in uh, Psalms uh, chapter 10 and verse 4, um, and, it, and it shows us, The wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. So according to this verse right here, what makes a person wicked? One, his pride. His, because of his achievements, that he's gotten from his own decision-making, from his own, uh, own heart, his own mind, his own intuition. He's not going to seek after God. And then the last part, it says what? God is not in all his thoughts. That's what makes a person wicked. 
That's how the Bible defines wickedness. God, his way of doing things is not in all your thoughts. So an example of wickedness, if I'm hungry and I want something to eat, if I'm at McDonald's and they got, uh, if I'm anywhere and they got a, a bacon double cheeseburger, How do I how do I how do I solve this craving of hunger? I decide that it's my money, it's my body. I'm going to eat the bacon double cheeseburger. And I'm going to satisfy my craving. I'm going to satisfy my hunger, even though it happens, happens to be with some bacon. It's not in my mind. Did God create the swine for human consumption? That's not in my mind. That there's a way God wants us to to solve our hunger. God has a path, a way, a direction for us to deal with hunger. But at the time I'm feeling hunger, I'm not, God is not in my thoughts about how does God What's the path God gives for a person to solve his hunger? I'm just stuck on, I'm hungry, I see it, I got the money, I got the means, I'm doing it. The most high is not in a person's thoughts at that particular time. If it's dealing with this damn Halloween. I'm craving this sugar. I'm craving some chocolate. So, because I have a craving for this chocolate, I have a craving for this type of sugar, I have a craving to want to feel good about what, what I'm about to partake in. Right. How does God feel about it? It's not in my thoughts. I'm thinking about the pleasure I'm about to, to, to enjoy and the achievement of I'm about to eat this chocolate. <laughs> Right. Why, why are you laughing? At? Why are you laughing? No, I, I mean just the, the 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 way you put it. I'm I'm about to achieve <laughs> achieve yeah. chocolate. Just a just a little you know a little humor on that that I I I felt on that you know. Kind. So very true. You know it you it with uh with the wicked that that that's an achievement. <laughs> you know. I achieve to to go against the the heavenly father. Then and not see, the, the, the heavenly father's not even in, in the thoughts. He even say I not, went against God. Right. I I I, I wanted some chocolate. I ate it. <laughs> you know, as, as 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 I come back and I think about you know my fight with diabetes. We know that the care of discipline in the eyes of God is love. That God and God only disciplines the ones He does love. So, for where I have lacked discipline in my diet, when I say for myself as an Israelite that I lack discipline in my diet, it's not that I'm eating any pork, crab, shrimp, or lobster. 
it's not that I'm going around eating uh, muscles or uh, uh, that I'm, I'm eating um, uh, clams, uh, um, uh, clams or uh, camel, octopus, um, uh, or, or, or anything like anything like that. I'm eating, I'm eating lawfully, but I lack discipline in how I eat even lawfully. So what's the most I giving me? He gave me diabetes. That true. I'm not eating Leviticus chapter eleven unclean foods, but it's my overconsumption of quote unquote lawful foods that I have diabetes. That I'm because I'm not confronting or being disciplined about what I'm eating. So as much as I, I want to, for myself, I want to get mad and justify and question God. I don't eat unlawful things. Why am I being stricken with diabetes? And I want to, I want to give in to my anger. I want to give in to my 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 uh, frustration. But as I look at it and get out of my own head and see that God has a path and God has a way of doing things, I have diabetes because I lack discipline. Not in the unclean. I lack discipline in the clean. And because I lack that discipline, that's why I have diabetes. God is not unfair or right or wrong. God is actually trying to, when the scripture says God only chastises the ones he loves, why am I being stricken or chastised with diabetes? I lack discipline when it comes to food, when it comes to snacking. I lack discipline. So this is why I have diabetes. Just to throw myself out there and try to be transparent, not, not trying to attack anybody else or, or Say that I've 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 achieved and I'm on some level. Y'all need to get, get y'all need to get on my level. It's not, it's not even like that. I'm showing I'm being wicked because at the time I'm getting a snack here, getting a snack there, eating some some a candy bar here, getting 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 this the the this sugary drink here or what have you. The most is not in my thoughts. The most high and the most high got an order and a discipline to, to not just what we eat, but how we eat. I'm not thinking about his way of doing things. At the particular time I'm in the gas station and I see the Nestle Crunch Bar. I see the Butterfinger. I see the Snickers. Only in my mind is I want. As I'm in the gas station and I'm seeing the, the fountain drinks for the for the sweet tea, I'm seeing the the the, the, uh, the at the at the coffee fountain. I'm seeing all the different creamers and different additives I can add to the coffee, making it sweet as hell. I'm seeing all the energy drinks, and I'm saying to myself, I need energy. I'm telling myself I need this. 
and I'm seeing the the unhealthy hot dogs. I've seen the, un- the unhealthy snacks, which are not unlawful, but they're unhealthy. Is how the, the discipline of the Most High when it comes to food and how I consume is that coming to my mind? No. Is it? I need to go. I need to fast. My health is messed up. I need to go on a fast. I need to fast from these snacks, from these treats, from these drinks. Not that they're unlawful, but I don't, I'm not showing I've got the discipline, and look how now it's affecting my body. Like the brother said, I can't read, I can't see shit, anything right now. Well, I thought, I'm thinking blindness is going to be where things get dark and dim. No. Everything is bright and fuzzy. Everything is bright and blurry. I cannot focus on anything. But what's the most I've been trying to get at me for years now? Not because I'm eating pork, shrimp, crab, or lobster. But because I'm not showing discipline in how I eat. And the most high is not in my thoughts when it comes to me and my snacks. The most high is not in my thoughts. I, I lift it off as, all right, cool. It's not shrimp, crab, pork, or lobster. All right, cool. Then I can, I can go ham, meaning hard as, hard as a mug. I can just consume what I want to as long as it's lawful. And the results, the reality, the truth of it is, no, I cannot. But the way of the Messiah at that particular time is not in my thoughts. It's left off as, okay, it's not shrimp, crab, pork, or lobster. Cool. Have at it. Is God in my thoughts about the discipline of what I'm eating and how I'm eating? No. So even at that particular time, I can be labeled as wicked. The Most High, God, he is not in all my thoughts. His path, his way, his order of not just about what to eat, but how to eat. When to eat is not in my thoughts. And now I'm suffering for that. And that has nothing to do with me observing or celebrating Halloween. That's got nothing to do with me honoring or celebrating Thanksgiving, with me honoring or celebrating Christmas, with me honoring and celebrating uh, New Year's celebrations. That's got nothing to do with that. Those type of observances is just the surface. You are barely 
scratching the surface. That is the very tippy, 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 tippy top of the iceberg. The way of the wicked seduces the righteous. That I'm on, I started on the right path, and that when I did grow up eating shrimp, crab, pork, and lobster, I did grow up on, uh, celebrating um, uh, Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day. I did grow up celebrating those things. So I came to some knowledge. I put those things away. I stopped. But I didn't take it no further. I, I, I stopped right here and right there. I didn't take it any further. Casting out consciously, put the most high in my mind consciously. In all my thoughts, I've been slacking. I've been slacking. And now, the way of the wicked becomes more attractive. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm, uh, I'm lonely. So now, to not follow the path, the order of how God has established and set things up in, I'm not considering or thinking or seeking God's way to deal with these situations. I'm still going by my achievements, my feelings, my opinions, and I'm not following God's path. So, Brother Gabar, if we can read Proverbs 12, 26 once again. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 26 shows us that the wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. That's what defines somebody. That, that defines the wicked right there. When God is not in all of our thoughts. It didn't say some of the thoughts. It didn't say a few of the thoughts. Where God is not in all of my thoughts. That God has a path, a way, a direction, an order of how he does everything. From there, let's go ahead and get, uh, I see we have to run out of time, too. Wait, wait a few minutes. Um, um, I, I did have a, there was, there was a shorter one. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually, uh, the, the third definition on the pride of what, of, of what? Of, of pride. Um, okay. it was the consciousness of one's own dignity. So you got to explain that bro. I, I... <laughs> well, I mean, you know, dignity, you know, it, it, in the consciousness it, it 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 goes right along with uh, the Most High or God is not in all His thoughts. 
in his own consciousness, his his own his own uh, decision making, decision uh, uh, achievements. Um, basically, on that, the Con- consciousness, okay. his consciousness, right? Yes, sir. That it's about his dignity, right? Based on his achievements, his decisions, his choices, his wants. To where this guy, I'm not doing these things because of God. Like, 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 like a, a rapper. That his 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 whole EP or LP or whatever it is is talking about sex, drugs, and, and killing. You get the Grammy, then all of a sudden you're going to thank God. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Genesis one thirty one. Con. Genesis chapter one and verse thirty one shows us that and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So, when God looked back at everything he created, what did God say after he made everything? He said, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. It wasn't just good. It was very good. It was very good. I'm going to have to get this, 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 this scripture also. Let's go to Second Ezra chapter six, start verse one. Now, there, there might be the question of what's this got to do with things you know in DC and in order versus other confusion. Well, let's, let's, bear with me just a few more minutes, and, and, and let's, let's get to this part. Let's go to Second Ezra. We're going to start at, at chapter six. And we're going to read verses 1 through 6. Con. And, 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 and let me just remind everybody. Yes, sir. I'm still still tying this in and linking this in with the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. To do things the way God wants things done, it makes a person already excellent, superb, superior, extraordinary, um, uh, eminently good, um, very good, extremely good. Um, Superb, first class. First class. You're already there doing the things the most high way. But what happens is we get seduced by the wicked. We get attracted to do things the way wicked people do things. We get to this point where we feel like maybe doing it God's way, maybe I'm being a little bit too hardcore. Maybe I'm being a little bit too extreme. Maybe I'm just doing too much. Maybe I got to fall back some. Maybe, maybe um, uh, this really ain't the right way of doing things. But now we're seeing that I want to establish that the righteous to do things the way God has things does things. That does make a person good. That does make a person superior, above, better, and that God has a way of doing things. 
And that's what we want to read right here, that once God saw how he made everything, God saw it was very good. Now let's read this here, 2 Ezra chapter 6, let's start at verse 1. Yes, sir. Second Ezra is, uh, chapter 6 and verse 1 in the Apocrypha um, shows us, And he said unto me, In the beginning, when the earth was made, before the borders of the world stood, or ever the winds blew, before it thundered and lightened, or ever the foundations of paradise were laid, before the fair flowers were seen, or even or ever the movable powers were established, before the innumerable multitude of angels were gathered together, or ever the heights of the air were lifted up, before the measures of the firmament were named, or ever the chimneys in Zion or Zion were hot, and ere the present years were sought out, and or oh. ever the I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And ere the present years were sought out, and or ever the inventions of them that now sin were turned, before they were sealed that have gathered faith for a treasure, then did I consider these things. And so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. And they all were made through me alone and through none other. By me also they shall be ended, and by none other. So, and going through this list, and we don't have time to do it right now. Um, maybe I come up in the next class, I, I, we, we can delve into this, this list a little bit more. Now, he said before the continents were made, he said before the borders of the earth were established, before there was any wind, from the jet stream to the Santa Anas to El Nino to La Nina to... to um, uh, the, the Great Antilles winds, before any wind blew, before the, earth, the, the continents were, were formed uh, of the earth, um, before the, the, basically the sun, moon, and stars were made, he even said before the innumerable angels were created, before the, 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 there were flowers uh, on the earth, before uh, the elect were created, before there was anything, I want to understand a little bit. Before God created the, all the innumerable angels, what did verse 6 say? Verse 6 said, then did I consider these things. It said, it was said before any of these things were created, before anything was created, God already considered these things. Before it created. So what's that telling us then? God had a plan before he went in, before he did anything. If we want to come back and see how Christ said counter cost, God already planned everything. Before he made it, he planned it. He thought about it. He had already considered everything, and then he had everything. Then he made everything, but he had a plan. He had an order. He already established the right way of doing things. 
Now, if we couple this, 2 Edith chapter 6, verse 6, with Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, after he made everything, he looked and saw what? It was very good. Everything went according to his plan. For everything. Now, if we consider creation, now I'm jumping ahead of myself, but if we consider creation, if we consider Second Peter chapter three and verse eight, which tells us that one day to the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. Now, by the time God got to the sixth day and finished everything He created, we know that was actually the six thousandth year in human time. So we know that that God created. Um, Give, give an example. God created the sun, moon, and stars. If you do a Google search, I'm going to ask this for done right now, but if you do a Google search and ask Google, how many moons are in our solar system? Not in our galaxy, because our solar system it's just a part of the Milky Way galaxy. But ask Google or Siri or whoever you might be dealing with, how many moons are just in our solar system? It's going to tell you that NASA says there's over 200 moons in our solar system. Two hundred moons. Just in our solar system. When I was going to school, elementary school, there were nine planets in our solar system. They say now it's eight. They say Pluto um, dissolved. Now it's only eight. But when I was in school, it was eight planets. So in, in nine planets, in eight planets, we go by modern, modern count now, they're saying there's over 200 moons just within our eight planets of this solar system. If we think about this just for a second, briefly, we know, we know the one moon for the Earth. But there's over 200 moons in our solar system. If we come back and put just put this in notion that before God made everything, he already thought about it before he made it. And he already knew what he made it for. Then we know just from the sun, moon, and stars. If we go just with that, the sun, moon, and stars. that were made, I believe, uh, the fourth day, that, that they were made on the fourth day. That took a thousand years. So not only in our solar system did God have 200 moons created in our solar system, it took him a thousand years to perfect having 
There's 200 moons created in our solar system. I was really going to let it be suggested that God doesn't have a plan. Are we really going to let ourselves be distracted that to not do things God's way, there's something wrong? When God took his time over a thousand years for each day of creation to perfect what he was making? On the fifth day, when God made every creepy thing on the earth, creepy thing, (laughs) go back and ask Google, how many different species of spiders are there on the earth? Me and my children did this last night. Gabar, do you know how many different species species of spiders there are in the earth? No, sir. I do not. 45,000. Wow. <laughs> Forty-five thousand. Wow, that. I mean, that's that's actually more than uh, uh, um, religions, right? Christian um, <laughs> uh, 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 religions, yeah. Christian religions. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that. That is, that's that's phenomenal. I didn't I didn't I didn't think, you know. I mean, because you know, when you look on the shows and stuff that they have, when they, you know, um, the the wild of uh, the world of insects, um, you know, you in a in a show you barely get through maybe uh, seven, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, not. <laughs> You know, and and that's considered to be an in-depth study. <laughs> kind. You know, so that definitely that that definitely is an uh, amazingly uh, high number. You know, so when God had the creepy things created, it took right. a thousand years, and just for spiders, he had forty-five thousand different species of spiders created. Right. So for as much as a person might think, well, what good are spiders? I hate spiders. This, that, and the third. When God created spiders, what did God think after he had them created? And it took a thousand years to create each species. Right. God thought it was very good. For what God has going on and for what God's putting together, God thought it was very good. And God took his time in having 45,000 different spider species created. We're about to get about it, y'all, but Gabar. Yes, sir. Do you, know how many, do you know how many known shades of red there are? Um, No. <laughs> no, I am uh, not. Uh, according to Google, 99. Wow. 99 of, of red. Just of red. Right. 
Guess how many of orange? <laughs> I, I would imagine probably around the same, right? 170. Double, okay. Now that... <laughs> That that's amazing. Just on color, just, ahead, on the, just, just on the color spectrum. I mean, yeah. In the in, in the in the creations of color, which is know. dealing with creation of light. Let there be light. Right. Just uh, you know, I thought there was you know Technicolor uh, <laughs> derivatives of you know certain colors. I, I thought maybe there would be like you know. Maybe seven. <laughs> you know, but there's seven known colors of the rainbow. But go ask Google what the colors of the rainbow are and how many different shades of those colors of each one of those colors there is. Right. This, that's what we and my children did last night. So when God said let it be light, and it took them a thousand years of creating light and all the different shades of colors that are in light. That's what we was focused on last night. That God has a way of doing things. He has it he said let all things be done decently and in order. God has a way of doing things that is very decent and in order. And if, if if we're not careful, we will let somebody come and seduce us or attract us or draw us away from understanding God does have a right way of doing things. And if we stay on the right path, it's going to accomplish what he wants us to accomplish. Right. Guess how many snake species have been found? I don't even want to know that. <laughs> but I will take the well. Um, if spiders, uh, I'm gonna say seventy, seventy thousand. Eleven thousand. Oh, okay. Eleven thousand. Eleven thousand. Wow. If I'm if I remember correctly, there was a hundred thousand different sharks species. Damn. And and since everything that the Heavenly Father created uh is is perfect and good for its purpose. Kind. The scriptures. All uh, things were created. All things were created by him and for him for his pleasure. Kind. And wrapping all this up for the class today, I'm hoping what has been left, not just in the, the, the bewilderment or shock and awe of things, but to really establish that God really does have a way of doing things, a right way of doing things that he has perfected. 
that we have to stay on. But if we're not careful, we can be seduced. If we're not careful, we'll let our eyes play tricks on us to make us feel like, okay, maybe I'm not doing things the right way. So now we'll start doing things the way a wicked person would do things where God is not in all of our thoughts. We won't be mindful of God's order of doing things. Yeah, at, at this point, being, being in, in this knowledge of knowing I'm an Israelite for the past 30 years, it's beyond me eating shrimp, crab, pork, or lobster. But what about just my food discipline? Cool. Brother Gabbard, you got anything? Anything? Anything at all? Um actually uh no no sir. I'm 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 I I uh feel like I'm I've I've been fed, you know, on on this on this topic of uh decent and in order and you know, versus um author of confusion. Um and I do see the connection. I do see the connection. Uh, in the spirit of the class, the confusion would come from, um, am I doing something wrong by not following these traditions, um, you know, like Halloween, you know, even though um, they're alluring, they're, they're attractive. um, I, I can see where the confusion versus confusion because that 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 causes confusion if you're if you're second guessing um you doing what is right in the eyes of the heavenly father on that and um yeah. that that's that's where i i see the the uh the the focal point of the title of your class cool 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 all right then well brothers and sisters uh thank you everybody for tuning in uh, please catch us tomorrow. Um, uh, why? Oh, wait, 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 tomorrow's Wednesday. I uh, know tomorrow's Thank Tuesday. That's about Tuesday. Oh, tomorrow, talk about Tuesday. All right, cool. Talk about Tuesday. So look, look for him to return uh, uh, tomorrow uh, with his class, and then on Wednesday, uh, Brother Gabar, uh if yep. we have the the helm, uh, Wednesday, I'm gonna have to do the show uh, in the evening. It's seven in the morning. I, I, I got a, a, an appointment in the morning. Yes, sir. So uh, we'll, we'll be returning, me and you, back again Wednesday afternoon. Or Wednesday evening, I mean, Wednesday evening. Yes, sir. Cool. With that, brothers and sisters, uh, again, thank you guys for tuning in. With that, my name is Mashaba. Uh, my name is Gabarkawa. We would like to say shalom. Shalom.
Israel, Yahweh our power, Yahweh is one.